Welcome back everybody. This is Eric and Barry from Moss Pond and Gun. We got another gun gripe for you today. Uh, we're FFL down here in Jonesboro, Georgia, as many of you know. We appreciate your support of the gun gripes and how they've uh, continued to grow. I think we're at what, about 57 episodes now, Barry? I believe we're on number 57. So we've done quite a few of these. They've been well received. Uh, people, we appreciate your support. Today we want to talk a little bit about a few of the things we've been seeing in the media and the news here the last few days. You know, of course, the uh, on Thursday, uh, Wayne LaPierre and members of the NRA had a meeting at the White House with Biden and all of his cronies and people and talking about gun control and everything like that. From our general perspective of the way all of this stuff was received, was that the NRA, of course, has stood their ground. They're not going to compromise right. at all on gun control. They're not going to compromise in any way. And what have we uh, begin to determine with the Obama administration? What have they said they're going to do, Barry? Well, the uh, NRA left the meeting disappointed, they said. Uh, like Eric said, I don't think the NRA is going to bend. And that's what the meeting was all about, to see what the NRA would accept and wouldn't accept. But uh, they're preparing us for an executive order. Three days ago, they said that Barack Obama may use his executive powers to curb gun violence. So that's uh, an executive order right down the pike. Well, yeah. the thing about an executive order is that it still requires congressional grace. So a president can sign an executive order, and yes, that, that law, from what I understand, that order will become law. And, and from my understanding, people correct me if we're wrong, we're not legal authorities, we're not lawyers. If a, if a president signs a, a presidential order of any way, a, a, you know, executive order, it will be law for 90 days unless Congre uh, Congress contests it. Now, you know, Congress still has to give uh, the law, the bill, their graces uh -huh. Uh -huh. in some way or form. So what we're banking on, or at least my theory, is that if Obama does sign an executive order to uh, whatever he decides to do, whether it's a gun ban or gun registration or a magazine ban or whatever they decide they want to put into it, um, Congress still has the ability to throw it back up in the air and say, no, we're not going to do this. Right. Uh, the point is, is that a executive order would bypass the legislative process and that is the big issue with an executive order and in our day and age and what we're dealing with Obama has shoved several things down our throat by executive order and that just proves that the only way he can accomplish his goals is to bypass the legislative process illegally that's right and it's it's a really dirty tactic well, you have to remember the Bill Clinton crime ban was the same thing. It was a it was a ten year ban, a trial ban. It was not signed into law. It was a ten year uh, ban on the high cap mags and so on and so forth. And it sunsetted all by itself in the two thousand and four. And no one contested it. No one in Congress said, "Hey, that you know we're going to contest this or whatever." Right. And we worried that that could be the same with uh, Barack Obama's legislation. But you have to remember what Bill Clinton used to say: a focused individual is very hard to stop. And Barack Obama is very focused on this right now. And uh, they want to pass some legislation by the end of the month. Now, I, I don't see how they can do it that short notice. Uh, I don't see how it can go through the Congress or whatever, but uh, they're trying to get something passed by the end of this month. You know, they're never going to let a good disaster go to waste. No, no. Something like Sandy Hook happens, what it does is it creates a buzz and an interest in gun control again in people's minds. Mm -hmm. And if they think they can convince people that they need to give up their guns to be safe from themselves, well, then they're going to try to capitalize on that. And they know that that particular idea has a limited time frame. It has an expiration date. 
you know, they know that that tragedy, there's only so much time that they're going to be able to capitalize on it. They can only milk it for so long. Before they start to lose people's attention. Right. And then it goes on to something else. So don't let someone make you believe that you're going to be protected from yourself. You know, like Wayne LaPierre said, the only person that can stop a bad person with a gun is a good person with a gun. Right. If you don't have a gun, you don't have a chance. And, you know, across the board, we're looking at this executive order, and that's the the purpose of this gun gripe, you know, we are genuinely concerned about it. You know, SHOT Show's coming up. Right. Uh, myself, Ray, a few others of us, we will be attending SHOT Show. So see, it's just, it's such dirty pool. They're really playing dirty pool. Mm -hmm. Because they do all this crap while you're away at SHOT Show, you're trying to, you know, conduct business, you're trying to, you know, engage in commerce with other companies, you're trying to fuel the gun industry, you're trying to be a part of the gun industry, you're, you're determining what's going to happen in 2013. But when they just throw a wrench in that plan, it's just dirty pool. Well, Mr. Moss and Ray both went to separate shows this week, and uh, they ordered a ton of stuff, but there again, the distributors have nothing. Uh, nobody knows what to make right now because nobody knows what legislation is going to come down. Now, why would Magpul make a million magazine PMAGs if they're not going to be able to sell them to the civilian market? That's uh, right. But under the old bill, if they made a million magazines, they could sell them because they're grandfathered. After the crime bill is signed, the magazines will be dated with the new crime bill date on it. And it'll say law enforcement only, like the old magazines you got under the Clinton bill. But I, in my way of thinking, everything that's made before the ban is still legal to sell. Correct. Because it's grandfathered. Well, you know, my issue with the whole thing, and again, I've always believed this, that, you know, I'm just the, the kind of simple person to where the way I look at things is somebody writes some ink on a, pa on a piece of paper and, and says that it's a law, that it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's how you're going to live your life and how you're going to do things. But the thing that gets me is a law is only as good as how it can be enforced and who will enforce right. it. Right. They and can't I enforce the gun laws they have now. Right. I believe strongly that if Barack Obama were to uh, enact some sort of uh, executive order and say, okay, well, this is the law of the land, even if Congress didn't, uh, support uh, supported or if they did either way I think it still becomes an issue of enforcement and mm -hmm. we have enough pokers in the fire right now to have to spend more money and more effort and more time enforcing more laws that are useless mm -hmm. it just makes no sense at all it is zero sense as to why anything like that is going to benefit right. anyone other than you know their agenda well, we have been so busy here for the last three weeks today especially our inventory is down to about half. We're down to like two ARs, two AKs. We've got a lot of hunting guns and handguns in here, but it, they're still running. Today we didn't even eat lunch. I mean, it was it was pandemonium in here even today, and we sold all of our two two three ammunition. Uh, now three subscribers called me today. I, we haven't had time to watch the news, but several of the subscribers I believe said the state of Wyoming is uh, the governor is swearing that they will not obey any unconstitutional law in the state of Wyoming. They're good not going to recognize good it. Good for them. They're not going to recognize them. it. And the, uh, the governor of, I believe, Mississippi said the same thing. They're not going to obey an unconstitutional law. We need to get as many states on board with right. that concept as possible. But we have you, to let the feds know that enough's enough. You've got the governor of Illinois. He want, he's the other way. He wants to have sweeping gun control across Illinois. And Chicago last year had 500 and I believe it was 502 homicides in the city of Chicago with some of the toughest gun laws in the country. So you're not going to keep the guns out of the hands of somebody who wants to get one. 
So That's that right. it's always we've always known that everybody knows that. That's but right. the Democrats are going to pass this law because it's a feel-good legislation. They feel like, well, we've got to do something, and that's the that's the term they used back in the Clinton era. Well, if it doesn't, we got to do something. So that's what they're going to do. I think that the way things are going, at the very least, we could get some form of magazine ban. Right. But I think in terms of them going after guns physically or registering guns or any type or, of gun ban talk, I believe that regardless of the circles it's talked about in, mm -hmm. is an extremely unpopular idea. It and is. I think they realize that. So people. Keep writing your congressmen. Keep writing all of your officials. Write them, email them, call them, bug them, go up there. Whatever it takes, we have to make sure that we, we sniff this out or snuff it out right at the get-go. Mm -hmm. We cannot allow any more people to trample on the Second Amendment. It is very important. The Second Amendment protects all the others. All the others. Without that, you're useless. That's right. Um, now... You're going to have to band together on this thing, and uh, like I said, we're out of inventory. Uh, you would think that Washington would see an 800% increase in gun sales to tell them that the American people do not want you messing with our guns. That's right. Don't step on our toes. We're already paying more taxes than we should be paying. We're already putting up with all this other stuff that's being rammed down our throat. We're not going to have our guns taken away from us. No. And that's the last straw. And uh, I hope other states band together with Wyoming or maybe Mississippi or whatever. I think Georgia will eventually say no. I we're, sure hope we're so. We're not going to do it. I sure hope so. So, you know, uh, we're not bound to obey an unconstitutional law. We're not. And, uh, and in closing, you know, we're going we're gonna to let you guys go on this video for now. But in closing, I will say that I have talked to several military, law enforcement, all those types, government types. And I've talked to an overwhelming majority of them have told me they will not support an unconstitutional law. Right. And especially when it's related to guns, every cop that I talk to comes in here and says, wow, you know, we, we are happy that people own guns. Mm -hmm. I know that you or Barry or somebody like you is going to be there to help me in my time of need and that there's going to be a good guy with a gun and that there's right. more good guys with guns than there are bad. And that's what keeps it a peaceful society. When the bad people outnumber the good people, you know, it, it's just, it's a nightmare. Well, one of our subscribers brought up an interesting point. He said that not only Eric and I are both concealed carry permit carriers and so on and so forth, we're not, we don't carry a gun just to protect ourselves. We protect everybody around us. That's if right. If I saw it? somebody being attacked or murdered or whatever, I would, I would intervene. And we, right. we are, we are actually police officers without badges, to tell you the truth. And you, I, you know. I agree. And I think that to a degree, um, with that particular concept, People that are anti-gun, they tend to, to kind of have the misconception that people that carry guns are only carrying to protect themselves right. and their family and, and the hell with everyone else. But I think the, the conception that should be in their minds is that a concealed carry permit holder is mm -hmm. your friend. Mm -hmm. it is like, it's like having a buddy or a guard or guardian angel that's there when you need right. them. I mean, believe me, there are good people out there that carry guns that if your ass is in trouble, they will help you. You have to remember that. Not everybody with a gun is a bad person. Right. There are people out there that would risk their life for a stranger, that would risk their life to help you. Mm -hmm. And you have to remember that. There are people out there that will risk their life to save you. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you just you cannot undermine the importance of the Second Amendment and the Constitution and our rights. I mean, gun rights are what makes us a great country, what makes us a civilized country. That's correct. And uh, we can leave you with no other thought. 
It's just that to oppose the executive order from Obama and his administration. And, uh, you know, I know that a lot of these gun gripes here lately have been about this gun ban stuff, but unfortunately it's just there's a lot going on and there's a lot in the pipeline that has to be talked about, and we've got to get this information out there. Uh -huh. I mean, believe me, I'd, I'd love to, to complain about gun safeties and, and, and crummy stocks that are on these new guns all day long. But if there's no stock left to buy or no gun left to buy, we can't have any, you know, there's no, nothing to gripe about. So well, we have this, to, this, is, uh, this is October 11, 2013, and there was another school shooting yesterday in California. I don't, we don't have the details on it, but you're going to see a lot of this copycat stuff, especially now. Uh, it seems like it's always choreographed right before something's signed, that, that something happens, and that there's, right. there's not a tragedy they're not going to milk for everything they can get out of it. I agree. And I think that's despicable. Well, on, on the ending note, we are going to SHOT Show. You'll see me. Ray, Chad, uh, a few of us out there. So if you want to come up and talk to us, feel free to. Uh, we'll chat. Uh, we will be at SHOT Show. So we'll see you guys next week. Keep your heads up and make sure you're calling your people. Don't let up on them. Mm -hmm. Call all your senators, everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, complain. Make your voice heard because if you don't, they're just going to ignore you. Right. So we appreciate you watching. And you guys have a good one. Have a good one.